Jenna Barr or Bobby Rossi. This host has a black belt. Who could it be? Who is it? The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. to know in this game. Marvin Harrison Jr., the amazing receiver for Ohio State. Uh, that was first blood after Georgia had failed to make their first field goal in the game on Saturday, second of the two college football playoff semifinals. So Ohio State is up 7 to nothing. Be but no Ohio worries. State. I'm not saying that. that no worries. Georgia no. comes storming back late in the first quarter. Vanderbilt got him a couple times in that route. Ball quickly out. McIntosh. Nathan to the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia. Just like that, the Bulldogs bounce back. There you go. 7-7. It's a game. But then, okay, you have Ohio State gets a two-yard rush. They get up by seven again, 14-7. And then Stetson Bennett throws his first mistake of the game. McIntosh is the back. It's McConkie in motion. Bennett avoids the rush and delivers, but it's intercepted. He threw it right to Steel Chambers. And the first bad decision by Bennett tonight and the first takeaway of this game. And C.J. Stroud, who turned out to be amazing in this game, the quarterback for Ohio State, scrambles and delivers to again Marvin Harrison Jr. from 16 yards out. That made it 21-7 to early in the second quarter. Midway through the second quarter in the next sequence, four plays later, Split your Georgia. Vulnerable down the middle. Backer's got to carry that. Milton makes a cut and bangs down near the goal line. Touchdown, he got in. There you go. 47-yard pass followed up by 11-yard touchdown run by Kendall Milton. That's 21-14. to It's a game. Then, um, weird things. <laughs> then, weird things, okay? Um, you had a punt, and Georgia manages to get the ball, and they rush it, and McIntosh breaks free. McIntosh wins the deep setback, and he's got the football, and he's got a crease in the clear. McIntosh, one man to beat. He falls on the 10-yard line. The turf monster just reached up and grabbed him by the ankle and made him fall down. So you're like, oh, no. Remember we saw kind of that catch-up in the previous game with the Michigan game? Uh, But no worries. Uh, Georgia did still manage to get in the end zone. So that made it 21-21. to And then you had a field goal from 32 yards out by Georgia. That put them up for the first time, 24-21. to This is almost to the end of the half, a minute 44. But what do we know about C.J. Stroud? He can do anything in any amount of time. He plays like an NFL quarterback. So does Stetson Bennett when he's playing good. Uh, But he plays like an NFL quarterback, and it only took him 55 seconds. Stroud has rediscovered that rhythm. Flips it right down the middle. It's Johnson. He's got it. Spinning to the end zone. Touchdown, Ohio State, as they reclaim the lead. Third touchdown for Stroud in the half. 37-yard strike going into the locker room up four when Georgia had assumed they were going to be up three. Georgia's now down by four. So they come out at the half, and it is a brawl. It's so much fun to watch. The first game was fantastic, the Michigan-TCU game. TCU winning in the end. Georgia now trailing by seven. Sorry, tra- trailing by four. Ohio State with the ball. And third and two. Play action. Flips wide open. Abuka. Mika Ibuka on the play action. So that's 35-24. You've got Ohio State up by 11. Georgia misses another field goal. They said that's two that they've missed so far. But this is from 52 yards. Jack Belensky, otherwise pretty good. But he pushes it right after Stetson Bennett got stacked, pushing him a little bit farther away from a gimme. So they're still down by 11. Here's a key sequence of events. <laughs> a key sequence of events. You got him. This is this turned out to be probably the most one of the most important plays in the whole game. You've got C.J. Stroud scrambling. Looks like he's going to throw it out of the end zone, but receivers just to get rid to of left, it. And it is Harrison on the bottom of the screen. One-on-one. 
Marvin Harrison, remember that name. Two touchdowns so far. Oh, no. I thought it was going to be way beyond the end line. Harrison worked his way back and actually made a play in the ball and is down on the field. One of those weird plays where it looked like Stroud was kind of throwing it out of the end of the end zone just to, you know, get rid of the ball. And it actually stayed in enough for Marvin Harrison Jr. to make a play on it right at the end line. He gets clocked right as he's trying to catch it. Looks like targeting. It isn't targeting. But the key takeaway from that is that Ohio State didn't score and Marvin Harrison Jr. was out of the game. Their number one wide receiver was out of the game at this point, meaning they were down a key offensive weapon. There you go. You got, uh, you know, they they managed to wind up having to uh, do a field goal after that because they couldn't get in the end zone. So they go up 38 to 24. That's still a 14 point deficit for Georgia, but it's not, you know, 18 is what it would have been. Okay. So then another key play Georgia on fourth and six, go for it. Go for it. This is crazy. Fourth and six on the 13, they go for it. After that motion, Bennett sees a matchup that he likes. He's got time, and he delivers. And there's the catch made by Bowers. But did he get there? Where's the spot? Ransom stopped him. And it's... Yeah, he got stopped. It's short. He got stopped. Buckeyes make a stop. The weapon catches the ball, but... Crucial play because Ohio State stopped him on fourth down, but they review it, and it turns out there was a camera on the end line, and there was a camera on the sideline right at that point. I think they had cameras on every 10-yard line, but this catches the most amazing photo I have ever seen in college football because the player had his – the ball goes out at the down marker, so he's going to get a first down. His foot and his knee are airborne outside of bounds, but his left hand is still in bounds ahead of the yard marker, meaning that he was still in bounds when the ball crossed it and they give him the first down. It's like the perfect example of technology and replay getting the right call. Of course, the funny thing is that after that, they can't get into the end zone and they have to settle for the field goal they could have taken and didn't on fourth and six anyway. So they wind up still trailing by 11 down 38 to 27. That's Georgia. Then Ohio State goes for a fake punt on fourth down, what turns out to be the best timeout call in the history of sports by Kirby Smart. Yeah, they're sending the punter out. Georgia, a lot of confusion. They weren't sure if Dave was going to gamble again and go for it. But that's the stop the dogs needed. And it's a fake. The ball is snapped, and it's Rossi. Backbreaker to make it. Georgia just had a timeout call. They sniffed it out. They sniffed out the fake, and Smart does a smart thing. Nine minutes to go in the game, down by 11. Ohio State on fourth down manages to get the first down, but Kirby Smart called the timeout, saving the game for Georgia at that point. I'll finish the rest of this in a second after Candy tells you about traffic. Oh, and it's good. You're going to want to stay tuned. Uh, traffic on the Fly is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. For more info on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. That's K-O-N-O-X, Knox, knocks them out. And we're not showing any accidents, but over every bridge in Escambia and Santa Rosa County, low visibility, fog, use caution. You're going to find that on the roads, too, and pretty much everywhere this morning right now. Traffic tip text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, so back to the fourth quarter, Georgia versus Ohio State. Georgia is down at this point by 11, eight, eight and a half to go in the fourth quarter, and Ohio State just got their sneak punt thwarted by a timeout. So they go ahead and kick it. And from the 24-yard line, Stetson Bennett from his own 24. Play fake. Launch. Wide open. Aaron Smith left the line and Georgia strikes quickly. 76 yards 76 to Aaron Smith. A.D. Smith, he, <laughs> it's crazy. So they are now within three. But Ohio State drives and at the four, and get Toronto 48-yard field goal. Ruggles to build the lead to six. To Noah Ruggles. Georgia to score a Kicking for Ohio tournament. State. Flat spinner. Drives it. Right through. Ugly kick. <laughs> Manages to get through the uprights, but they are up six now. Two, eh, 2.46 <laughs> to go in the game. Georgia trails by six. Now with 54 Bennett. seconds. Bennett from the pocket. Launches to the end zone. Touchdown, A.D. Mitchell. Oh, my God. 
They come all the way back. It is 42 to 41. But remember, 50 seconds is enough for C.J. Stroud, who is amazing. He scrambles. He passes. Stroud. Flushed again. He's got a lot of space. Right up the middle. C.J. Stroud. Down into field goal range at the 30. 27-yard play to get Ohio State to within field goal range. 24 seconds to go. Down by one. All they need is a field goal to win it. They mismanage a play, they mismanage a play, they mismanage a play, and now from 50 yards, Noah Ruggles for Ohio State with three seconds to go in the game to go to the college football championship. Smart can't ice him again. Here we go. Noah Ruggles living his dream, kicking for Ohio State from 50 for the win and a spot in the national championship game. It's on the way. No good. He hooked it. And Georgia... Is going to survive. Are you kidding? <laughs> At the stroke of midnight, the first few seconds of 2023, Ohio State falls one kick short. And all my Georgia fans are passed out in their living room. <laughs> <laughs> from exhaustion Word and too. stress and overeating and oh my god i look i was driving okay but you know you want to talk about games that'll drive you to drink like ah. both of these games both the michigan uh tcu game two uh, two of the best football uh, games i have ever seen for college football absolutely amazing games and uh you know tcu obviously proved that they deserve to be in it uh, Georgia, you know, even Ohio State. I think we have, they, they, both of these teams proved that uh, the Alabama argument was really not a good one, that those were the right teams to be in it. But your final now is going to be, of course, uh, Georgia defending and TCU first time ever. Super Cinderella story, first time ever in the championship. 620 here on News Radio 92.3. Did you watch? These Just games? a little bit of it, yeah, because oh. I'm a Georgia fan. My friend Karen went to Georgia, and that was the first college team that I followed because she got me a shirt. And yeah, this was. And I Just hate amazing. Jeremy, who works here, and the Ohio State University <laughs> is his nonsense. college. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> go dogs. And it was funny because I had gone in. I was, we were Jeremy. driving, and uh, I think, which game was it? Uh, yeah, it was the Ohio State game, the Georgia game. It was 21-7, to 7, and I went in. I stopped at the subway to get a sandwich. I go in, and we're talking with the guy who's an Alabama fan. And he's like, yeah, it looks like Georgia's going to lose. I'm like, yeah, it looks like. Come back out. It's 21-21. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> so right. I know. I thought Georgia was going to lose, too, and I was going to have to avoid Jeremy for, like, most of the year because oh he's God. a jerk. This, just, it's turns great. Turns out, it's, yeah, he's going to have to avoid me. That's right. 620 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs, ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today, pensacolastate.edu. Join Claimology Thursday morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Matthew Vanderford with Claimology will be talking about insurance claims. He'll be discussing storms claims as well as the importance of being properly insured prior to a storm and inspections after a storm. Matthew will be taking calls to answer your questions so you'll know what you need before the next storm arrives. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The holidays mean special times with family, friends, and food. We often prepare higher fat content meals that if washed down the drain can cause fats, oil, and grease to stick to household plumbing, causing potential backups or sanitary sewer overflows. This holiday season, put your plumbing on a fat-free diet. Don't put fats, oils, or grease down the drain. The elimination of sanitary overflow begins with you, and you can learn more online at ecua.fl.gov slash live green. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. He-Man, He-Man. If He-Man, Skeletor, and Castle Grayskull, you have to put the castle together. I had that whole set. You know how some products... As an adult. Say, some products say some assembly required. A lot of assembly required. Don't lie, man. <laughs> I love how they had to tell you in the ad... It does not come assembled. <laughs> oh, man. You know, that was the follow-up to the uh, Star Wars action figures. 
Yeah, that's true. He-Man was the sure. you know the comeback for Hasbro. Is that right? I think I, I have that right. Mattel, Gosh. I forget which one it was. Anyway, I don't remember. they had gotten slaughtered by the other company with the action figure craze that they missed out on because they had turned down the opportunity to do Star Wars figures, and then they come back with He-Man and, uh, you know, the posables and all that. And, of course, mm-hmm. that was in a day when nobody thought that uh, there was no such thing as an action figure. There was G.I. Joe. That's but right. But they were much larger, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so. Barbies. Yep, exactly. You know, so exactly. they, yeah, G.I. Joe was the other boyfriend. 623 on News Radio 92.3. Good morning. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scold Morning News. Good to be back. Thank you to John Peacock, John Hutchinson, Kristen Rhodes, and uh, who was that other guy? Uh, Ray, Ray Walker. Walker. Is that his name? Yes. Gosh, I love him. <laughs> oh, no, the Everybody best. was so great. You know, can I tell you, it, it, I, I love having people who I know who are so sharp and so informed uh. who can come in and fill in, and you're like, man, they're amazing. They <laughs> you know, are and they amazing. do such a good job. Sure. They really do. I love it. Don't do too good of a job. Uh, Six twenty four <laughs> here on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, we got Steve. The band's back together. Is in the newsroom with our headlines. <laughs> hey, Steve. Well, I don't know about that former group of people you were just talking about. And then there's me <laughs> filling in. Uh, well, guess what? A host of new laws in cities and states across the country are now in effect as the new year is beginning. Twenty seven states will see a minimum wage increase this year. Minimum wage in Washington state's now fifteen dollars and seventy four cents. That's the highest in the U S. A nineteen year old man's accused of attacking three New York police officers with a machete on the New Year's Eve you know, celebration there near, near Times Square. He reportedly wrote a manifesto that urged his family to repent to Allah and accept Islam. As the New York Post reports, the suspect traveled to New York from Maine on a train last week and carried the handwritten note in his backpack. Uh, how many of you still have records? Remember those big round things? I sold things? all my records when we moved here from uh, Oregon. Yeah. I'm too young. What's a record? <laughs> ah, nice. Okay, and yes, I still have them. Well, vinyl so album cheap. sales are setting a new modern era record. Sales a tracking group Luminate reports a little more than 2.2 million vinyl albums were sold basically last year. That's the highest single uh, sales uh, basically since the group began tracking music sales back in 1991. Vinyl is apparently coming back. I have two turntables, but unfortunately, I gave away all my vinyl records, and now I'm I'm regretting that decision. Two turntables and a microphone? Um, and a Come microphone. On. Yeah, right. Come on. Come on. Got a radio station. Music. Come on. Back. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah but no there. records. All right, fine. 90s music, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, I did a parody. <laughs> Wear some pants, because the Zoom thing. <laughs> Brent's seen me half so, naked. So is this going to be the theme? <laughs> oh. Are we going to go yeah. to, like, chopsticks instead of forks? Are we going to go to, like, crank autos instead of, you know, key start now? Is Abacuses. That, yeah, we're going to move back with all of our technology. Right. Man, mankind is moving backwards. That's right. Let's get Genesis in here to sing our maths. Songs. I got my Six. Victrola at home. Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> and a bunch Alex. of 78 I, um, RPM records. I just feel like I want to leave you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm old. All by yourself. <laughs> Me too. Steve, thanks for the update. Good to have you back on Thank the morning you, show for the week while David for is the on week, vacation. Yeah, David's on vacation. Candy has traffic on the fives. That's right. And uh, this is brought to you by Bobby Lycus Auto Service. They're on Davis Highway. And uh, not showing any accidents, but we do have a travel advisory, of course, because of the heavy fog, low visibility in the area. Uh, use caution, and I'm showing that fog advisory specifically on the I-10 Escambia Bay Bridge, uh, but certainly everywhere. It's real, real heavy this morning, so use caution wherever you are. And traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So over the holidays, what happens, it's common, is you see your relatives. You, maybe you see your parents, and you haven't seen them in a while because, you know, you're all hanging out. And it's very common as your folks get older that you notice that, they seem different. They seem like they're getting on and it's harder for them to keep up in conversations. It's harder for them to do the things that they need to do to you know, live on their own. And you become a little bit more concerned because you hadn't seen them in a little while. Th- this is why you call John Horton. He's a good friend. He runs an organization called Assisted Living Locators. And his whole goal is to help get your folks, or if it's you, it can also be you, but if it's your folks and you've seen them and you say they really need some help, um, to help them get the help that they need. And look, I, I know you probably think, like, I don't want to put my folks in a nursing home. Uh, assisted living is not a nursing home. It's a very low but essential level of help from people who can do all of the things that your folks need, really, and that you've kind of discovered. So if that's you, if you're kind of in that situation and maybe you're a little concerned, you don't know what to do, and you just want to answer, this is why you call him. There's no cost. No cost. Just call him. And he knows all of the local places, and he can just help you get the information that you need. 712-0887 for Assisted Living Locators. John Horton. Look him up online, assistedlivinglocators.com. 
Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to manufacture and install your windows. Only New South offers True Factory Direct Windows to you. Only New South has award-winning windows that are made and designed specifically for our Florida weather. Every single New South window is custom manufactured just for your home. These are high-performance, energy-efficient windows, and now you can buy two windows and get the third absolutely free. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com or call for your factory direct pricing. Call now, 1-800-NEW-WINDOWS. The best part about taking Z-Cool Pure Z's Sleep Plus Next Day Energy at night is actually the next morning. I wake up alert with none of the grogginess from taking too much melatonin. Pure Z's Sleep Plus Next Day Energy is a bilayer tablet with immediate release melatonin and extended release B vitamins to help me fall asleep naturally and wake refreshed. It's my secret weapon for a great night's sleep and a great morning. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Can't beat that. Z-Cool Pure Z's Gummies. Sleep better, wake your best. When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. Let's go Pensacola at 4. Loves you, baby. You're beautiful. So we've got a guy elected to Congress who lied about everything. <laughs> the Santos hey, fellow. Hey, dude, this is rich. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, he lied about everything, everything. He lied about his schooling. He lied about being Jewish. He, li- he lied about his sexuality. <laughs> yeah, he lied about where he's from. Man, this guy is fantastic. It, so what? Yeah, what does it do with that? He's, he said he's gay, but he's not gay or well, something? Well, I don't know, like, and I don't know how to ask somebody to prove it. I mean, I do, but you can't. But he was married to a lady, stage, but I also had like a gay now. dad, so I, I do not know. Yeah, but like everything. And so now the big you know question is, well, is there any, any penalty for that? And, you know, I thought the headline... Okay, for this was in, inaccurate. Kevin Brady, I watched this interview. He was on uh, over the weekend, Fox News Sunday. He did not say that he ought to step down or even that he really should think about it. He just said that's between him and the voters. It's much less, it's much more of a tepid answer than the kind of the headlines are making out as. But yeah, and like nobody in the news picked up on any of this stuff. And now it's true. And you lie your way into office. And what's the remedy? Well, in two years, there's another election. That's the remedy. Yeah. Unless he's going to step down, which does not seem all that likely. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, if elected speaker when the new Congress is sworn in tomorrow, commits to new rules making it easier to vote out a speaker. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs is among those vowing not to support McCarthy. He plans to challenge him for the speakership. If there is no majority winner after the first ballot, the House will keep voting until there is. No speaker vote has gone to a second ballot in 100 years. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Former Pope Benedict's bodies moved to St. Peter's Basilica inside the Vatican walls. 25,000 people are expected to file past the open casket today alone. Pope Emeritus Benedict expressed a wish for a simple funeral, which in a first will be presided over by the sitting pontiff, Pope Francis. The first pope to resign for six centuries died on Saturday at the age of 95. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Ukraine's military reports shooting down all Russian drones launched in a third night of airstrikes. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning and happy new year. It's 631, 69 degrees with fog in Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. Four people were hospitalized after a head-on collision on the Bayou Tejar Bridge in Pensacola early yesterday morning. Happened about 3.30 a.m. on Savannah Street at the Bayou Tejar Bridge. According to Pensacola Police, a vehicle was traveling eastbound in the westbound lane and collided with another vehicle. The four people were transported to the hospital as trauma alerts. Police say the injuries did not appear life-threatening at the time. In investigation into the crash is ongoing and the area was blocked off for several hours as officers worked that scene. No further details were released. One person was injured in an early morning drive-by shooting in Pensacola yesterday. According to Pensacola Police, it happened in the area of 9th Avenue and Blunt Street about 425 a.m. Officers responded to a local hospital where the victim told police he had been shot as he waited at a red light at 9th and Blunt Street. The victim sustained a non-life-threatening injury. Police say the victim drove himself to the hospital after being 
being shot once. Officers located about 25 shell casings at the scene. That's according to police. The investigation is ongoing and no further details were released. If you have information in the case, contact the Pensacola Police or call Crime Stoppers. A park in Monroe County is closing after a mass influx of migrants. Over 200 migrants were caught after coming ashore in the Keys this weekend. The Coast Guard says the Dry Tortugas National Park will close while law enforcement and medical personnel evaluate, provide care for, and coordinate the transport to Key West for those migrants. The closure is expected to last several days. It'll be a festive couple of days in Tallahassee. Governor Ron DeSantis will take the oath of office tomorrow on the steps of the old Capitol. The celebration starts tonight, though, with a candlelight cocktail hour and dinner. The inaugural ball will take place tomorrow night. First Lady Casey DeSantis will recognize women voters with an event called a toast to one million mamas. And right now, let's check in with Candy Cullerton for Traffic on the Fives. Candy Cullerton with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Candy is having a conversation in the, with uh, Candy. Uh, traffic on the Fives. Apparently, she's uh, kind of forgotten what time it is. <laughs> well, let me do another story here while we're waiting to see if she'll notice. A female pedestrian was hit by a vehicle and pinned underneath it overnight in Pensacola. It happened about 2 a.m. yesterday morning on 12th Avenue in East Hill near the Brainerd Street, uh, Street intersection. According to the Pensacola police, the woman became pinned underneath the vehicle after being struck. Citizens helped lift the car to relieve pressure until EMS arrived and removed the woman from under the vehicle. The woman was hospitalized for her injuries, which don't appear to be life threatening that's according to police that the investigation there is ongoing no further details were released now let's check it with candy to see what's going on with traffic on the five good morning, good morning. And that we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays uh, right now except for fogs and uh, visibility issues and i would imagine that's the entire listening area it was very uh, like driving in this morning it was like you're driving through a cloud i am showing low visibility specifically over bridges specifically over the i-10 it's going to be a bay bridge it's traffic on the five if you have traffic tips text four three seven six 1620 News Radio 923 Informative, local, dependable. And the fog was pretty dense all the way from the VAR all the way in for me, especially crossing those bridges. So if you're driving, be careful. If you're not driving, still be careful. Right, let's check our forecast from Channel 3 to find out if this fog is going to hang around. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Foggy start to the day with a high near 76 degrees, 20% chance of a stray shower. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 66. For Tuesday, 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms. A few storms could be strong. High on Tuesday near 77 degrees, low overnight near 63. For Wednesday morning, we're still going to be dealing with a few more showers and thunderstorms with a high near 73 degrees. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And it's foggy. Foggy in 69 at Pensacola, 67 at Gulf Breeze, and 69 in Milton at 635. Next news is at 7 breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Jim Chesko with Your Money Now. Well, it's officially 2023, but many of us are still formulating our financial goals for the new year. According to data company Numerator, 53% of people who make resolutions say they plan to prioritize finances, up from 47% last year. The top five goals among those who made financial resolutions, save more money, of course, track spending more carefully, reduce overall spending, cut spending on non-essentials, and pay off loans. Whether you binge watch or not, you probably do a lot of streaming of videos, TV series, and movies. But believe it or not, there are still some holdouts who like receiving Netflix's DVDs by mail. A small but dedicated group still get those red and white envelopes. Though it's not clear for how much longer, Netflix is expected to shut down the DVD by mail service sometime early this year. The markets are closed for the holiday trading. will resume at the regular time tomorrow. That's your money now. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. 
Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 683 7713. That's 1 800 683 7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 683 7733. That's 1 800 683 7733. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons at 4. This is why young adults ages 18 to 29 are living with mom and dad. I'm serious. This is what they're saying. They're basically saying, look, I'd rather live in mom and dad's basement to be able to go watch Avatar and IMAX 3D and pay 20 bucks a ticket and not blink at it. And get popcorn. <laughs> and get popcorn. Exactly. I'm going to go to see Avatar 2. I'm going to the theater. And it's going to be 150 bucks for me to go by myself, but I can do it because I live with mom and dad in the basement. On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. From Rome, the Vatican says Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI passed away Saturday morning at 95. Catholic leaders and congregations around the world are honoring his passing today. He is most remembered outside the church for his surprise resignation. A source close to the Vatican said that Benedict's last words were said in German, his native tongue, Jesus, ich liebe dich, Jesus, I love you. Very touching. That's a second-hand account of what he said, you know, from one of the people who was serving him, and that was delivered by one of the cardinals, if I remember correctly, from the story. Uh, Timothy Dolan, uh, who is, God, he's wonderful. I'm not a Catholic, but, uh, you know, Tim Dolan is just fantastic. He's He's the like the American bishop. I mean, he's not, but he's you know he's the guy that you look at as oh yeah that guy, right, <laughs> and right, what, yeah. everybody loves him, and he's mm-hmm. smart and sharp and witty, and you know he's always says the right thing sort of guy. Pope Benedict uh, served Jesus and his church very very well. His principal legacy would have been to give a, a very radiant example of the beautiful alliance between faith and reason. Most definitely. That was a very uh, intellectual pope, of course, Pope Benedict, who's now been uh, retired for several years. Um, Sad day, obviously, for Catholics and, you know, for, I mean, Christians are always in a a weird position when it comes to the death of other Christians. Because on the one hand, uh, we're sad to see people who were important and meaningful and significant and contributed to society. On the other hand... uh, they're better off, <laughs> you know, way better off, you know, and even Paul, the apostle, has this great debate with himself, about, well, better to stay, better to go. I mean, I don't know. It's, both are true. Um, but so, you know, God bless him and, you know, what he did for the faith and working on some of the issues with regards to the uh, Catholic abuse scandal, which, of course, Pope Francis has worked on quite a bit. Um, I, I would prefer not to be this guy, but the president forces my hand. Um I wouldn't normally talk about this, except that the president, President Biden, who is um, identifies as a Catholic. (laughs) It's probably the best way to. I mean, no, I get it. He's been a Catholic his whole life, he says. Um, But he he put out a tweet and, you know. And tributes from all over the world. President Biden, a Catholic, tweeted of Benedict. He'll be remembered as a renowned theologian with a lifetime of devotion to the church, guided by his principles and faith. May he continue to be an inspiration to all. Here's the thing. Um, His his actual tweet says, Jill and I joined Catholics and others around the world mourning the passing of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. Fine. Of course. Perfectly appropriate for him to say especially as the president and as, again, a nominal Catholic. He'll be remembered as a renowned theologian, okay, with a lifetime of devotion to the church, okay, guided by his principles and faith, okay, no problem. May he continue to be an inspiration to us all. The challenge I have with this is that Joe Biden is so fundamentally at odds with his own faith on key ethical issues including sexuality and abortion, right? 
You know this. He is he is the guy. I mean, if you're going to point to one person in politics, and I say it that way because, you know, activists of all sorts, but within politics, if there's any one person to be credited or blamed, depending on how you view the issue, with gay marriage in America, it's Joe Biden. He got out ahead of Obama during Obama's tenure. He got well ahead of the Supreme Court hearing the Obergefell case, okay? And obviously we know on issues related to life, same problem. Fundamentally at odds with his own church. And normally that wouldn't be a problem, except Benedict was such a hardliner on these issues. A traditionalist, a conservative on these issues. A a Catholic on these issues. And Biden just completely the opposite on these key issues to come out and say, may he continue to be an inspiration to all. It, it'd be like me, okay? If Joe Biden passes away, I'm going to mourn the loss of a president. That, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, okay? I'm going to mourn the loss of a president. But I'm not going to pretend like, oh, he was so great. I hope he continues to inspire us all. That would be hypocritical of me. And you don't get to be against what somebody is known for for their whole life. And then all of a sudden when they die, I'm like, mm, well, you know, may he continue. It, just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. There's something incredibly false about that. I have no problem with him honoring the Pope. I have no problem with him saying, you know, generally decent things about a man. But it's that may he continue to be an inspiration to all. There is no way <laughs> Joe Biden can honestly say that Pope Benedict was an inspiration to him. It doesn't make any sense. On the other hand, Pope Francis, sure. And, of course, now, you know, of course, Francis has done a lot of things that are very different from Pope Benedict. And, you know, uh, it's it's not fair to say that he's softer on those issues, but it's more of a tone in a lot of ways. But certainly a lot of Catholics who are more sympathetic to Biden's liberalism on those topics— would say, well, France has kind of been opening the door in those directions. Oh, okay, not on life particularly, but you know, on sexuality matters, right? So now what we have is you have an ailing Pope Francis, and the question is going to come up, well, would he follow the same path? Because he has some very serious health issues too. I was just talking with some friends of mine uh, who are Catholic over the weekend and— you know, really good friends, and we're having this conversation. Because I was asking them, you know, how do you take his passing? And well, I mean, it's his illness, but we figured he was likely to pass soon. And they said, well, you know, John Paul II was, I mean, for decades, right? And he was everybody's pope and beloved and influential and world leader. And then Benedict was never that, not really. And Francis is more in the JP2 kind of vein and certainly, you know, he's served quite—I mean, so far he hasn't served much longer than Benedict, I think. It might even be really close in time timeline. Um, but if he continues to serve, sort of has more of that affection. Pope Benedict did not really have that same level of affection from Catholics, uh, at least my perception as a non-Catholic, as he didn't have that same level of affection that John Paul II um, and that Pope Francis does now. 6.45 here on News Radio 92.3, and of course his, you know, retirement was the first in 600 years, and it threw the whole process, and, you know, they had to figure out what are we going to do with all this, and again, you might have Francis follow the same path based on his health issues. We'll see. We'll see. 6.45 on News Radio 92.3, there was a good statement put out locally by Bishop Wack. I'll read that to you in just a second. Let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, traffic on the Fives brought to you by Discover Card, and again, just low visibility issues right now. Heavy fog in the area. Use caution, and especially over bridges. That's why I'm showing the low visibility, specifically over the I-10 Escambia Bay Bridge, but I would also say that for the parking lot here at ADX Communications. So with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. If you have traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned that Bishop Wack uh, locally had put out a statement about this, and I want to read it to you because if you're Catholic, uh, this would certainly be meaningful to you. And if you're not, it's a good example. He said, I was saddened to learn of the death of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI early in the morning on Saturday, December 31st. I urge all our pastors, religious and faithful, to offer prayers today and during this period of prayer for the repose of his soul. May God receive him into the heavenly banquet. Pope Benedict XVI was a true servant of Jesus Christ. As a priest and a theologian, he desired only to know the Lord and to make him known. His, he strove in his writings to express God's love and mercy for each of us. In his first encyclical as Pope, Benedict taught in line with St. John the Evangelist a simple and yet profound message, Deus caritas est, God is love. 
In his beautiful second encyclical, Spe Salvi, Benedict reminded the church that at the center of our faith is a person, Jesus Christ, and our greatest goal is communion with him. Benedict embodied the love, dedication, passion, and faithfulness of Jesus Christ. In the coming days and years, much more will be said about him, one of the most significant theologians and pastors of our time. For now, let us all unite our prayers, both our private prayers and our celebrations of the Eucharist, for the happy repose of this servant of the Lord. I encourage masses to be celebrated for the repose of the soul of Benedict XVI in all of our parishes. Also appreciate, uh, also appropriate, our devotions such as the Rosary, the Liturgy of the Hours, Eucharistic Adoration, Silent Prayer in Church, or other holy places and acts of charity in memory of Pope Benedict XVI. I urge our principals and teachers to lead various prayers and our students for the happy repose of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. I offer here a prayer for you and your family. Uh, I offer here a prayer you and your family may wish to pray in the following days. Oh God, again, this is from Bishop Wagg. Oh God, we thank you for the long life of your dedicated servant, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. All our hope is in you, for you so loved the world that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to bring us salvation. As we honor the love and service of Pope Benedict, may we strive only to know the Lord and make him known through our words and actions. Continue to guide your church in the ways of truth, peace, and love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. The words of Bishop Wack here locally, the uh, Bishop of Tallahassee and Pensacola on the passing of Pope Benedict XVI. 648 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but... There is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on The Garden Line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor in the newsroom at News Radio 92.3, and I'd like to wish everybody a very happy new year. News Radio 92.3. My heart only runs on National average for a gallon of gas, 321, and all the other ones are not resolving. <laughs> My map is barely. Oh, there it is. Look Here. at you, Google. 326 in Florida, three, uh, sorry, 284 in Texas, 442 in California. In uh, Navarre this morning, 287. Uh, sorry. You know, I, th- I think I give the gas prices backwards. I have to tell you the location and then the price. Yeah, I guess. So I'm just changing. I'm trying to teach myself to train uh, myself. Um, uh, Navarre east at the Walmart, 287. Navarre west at the Walmart, 287. In, uh, let's see, in Tiger Point, we've got uh, 295 at the Liberty Station. In Gulf Breeze, the Exxon has 309. If you are in Milton this morning, the Raceway has 295. Same price, 295 at the Pea Ridge Murphy. Same prices throughout Pace. Did I say Pace for the Raceway? I'm sorry. I meant Milton. Um, uh, Nine Mile looks like we got 295 at the, sorry, the Walmart has 295. The US 29, Murphy in front of the Walmart has 20, 295. And then coming in from the southwest side, the best price, 295. It's all over the place. 295 all along Navy. 651 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Somebody texted in, Andrew, millions of Christians have views at odds with their doctrine. It's a little much of you to pick out the president on this issue. I would hope you would spend the same time on Trump and how he lives his life compared to the faith he presents. Okay, uh, fair criticism. Here's one. The sitting president always gets special attention because he's a sitting president. If the sitting president makes a statement or a declaration or a tweet about something, I'm going to pay attention to it. So I did. Uh, second, but yeah, agreed. Many people are at odds with their faith, and many, many millions of Catholics are at odds with their faith, and 
but they're not president, right? Uh, as far as Trump, yeah, Trump's inconsistencies with Christianity, I think I have pointed out a fair number of times. <laughs> I don't think that's news. Um, but no, absolutely. Uh, there are many, many, many things about Trump's behavior, his stances on issues, his um, his speech, his inability to ever admit that he's wrong is inconsistent with a humble Christian spirit that is willing to recognize when one is wrong. It's kind of like the basis of our view is that we're wholly wrong, so wrong that we need a savior. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's true of Trump. Uh, but again, he's not the sitting president. 652 on News Radio 92.3. We've got Steve in the newsroom with our headlines. Steve? Well, speaking of former President Donald Trump, he's blaming the issue of abortion for Republicans falling short of their expectations in the November midterm elections in a truth social uh, post Trump wrote yesterday that many Republicans handled the issue poorly, especially those who firmly insisted that no exceptions to bans will be there in the procedure. At least 14 people are dead after an armed attack in a Mexican prison yesterday in the border city of Juarez. Uh, the attorney general office there said in a statement, 10 security guards and four prisoners were killed and 13 others injured and two dozen prisoners escaped. Guess what? Juarez is just across the border from El Paso. And it's a new year, means a host of new laws in states and cities across the country. It's now in effect. 27 states will see a minimum wage increase. Uh, the minimum wage in Washington state is 1574 an hour now, which is the highest in the U.S. California and Washington require employers to share information about their salaries to prospective employees beginning today. And Maryland and Missouri are the latest states to offer legalized weed. And those those are your headlines, man. Man, those dandelions, they should have been illegal long ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, Can't Steve. get them out of my lawn. <laughs> Thanks so much for the update. Yeah, all of that stuff with regard to um, transparency and not having to disclose salary history and all that, I'm a fan. I Generally, I think that, you know, informational power ought to be distributed more to the employees, to the applicants, to the workers. Uh, I don't like the secrecy. And there's a lot of different laws around the nation to kind of work on this. Meanwhile, 437-1620, it's kind of funny, Steve mentioned El Paso. Um, If you mention El Paso the wrong way these days, you might get in trouble. North Carolina State broadcaster Gary Hahn made a comment in passing while he was updating during the NC State game. He was updating folks on the situation at the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, here, just a second. Sorry about that. The Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Let's go to the sidelines. Tony Haynes. Well, NC State, uh, not a lot of depth in the secondary. Did you you catch it? Did you hear what he said right at the beginning as an aside, as a little, you know, throwaway liner? And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14. (laughs) Aww. But he gets suspended for an indefinite amount of time. But the question is for what? What did he get suspended for? Is it false? Is it false that there are a lot of illegal immigrants in El Paso? It's not false. Is it funny? I'm sure somebody laughed. Is it inappropriate? Well, again, this guy's like an award-winning sportscaster, Gary Hahn. So now he's on suspension because he said... And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. Big deal. Good Lord, grow up, people. It's It's just... You're one phrase away... See. One phrase away. See. Six fifty. <laughs> you said see. Yeah, because it's El Paso. Okay, and oh, it's true. Man. Six fifty six on News Radio ninety two three. Candy's got traffic for us. Uh, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Although you should probably slow down if you're heading out because it's some heavy, heavy fog in the area. You're going to find visibility issues. Highway ninety eight. Uh, not showing any accidents, but can be careful, uh, especially over bridges, over water. Uh, and again, I would say the same for our parking lot. It looks like a cloud landed on it. So. Uh, Caution wherever you are. Certainly, if you see an accident or slow down 437 1620, you can text in those traffic tips. News Radio 923, informative, local. 
dependable. Hey, if you're a 64 turning 65, you know, I was just having this conversation with my relatives about this same issue that when, you know, you're about to switch over to Medicare and you start to get all these calls and emails and letters and it can feel confusing and pressure and who do I trust and click here and all. No, 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 no. Just call Ricky Stewart. She's a good friend of mine. Her whole family does insurance. She helps many, many, many listeners, just people who listen to the show. She has helped get them over onto Medicare. It's very easy. Advantage and supplement and if Medicaid applies, all of that. It's very simple. It can feel confusing, but it's just not. Ricky Stewart Insurance. Look her up online or give her a call. 341-2185. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. (laughs) The way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Six fifty-eight News Radio ninety-two-three. Candy and I tell you the truth before it's through a thing we call future news. Will Pope Francis? at some point, retire prior to passing away? No. I think he will. I don't uh, think will Kevin will. McCarthy be Speaker of the House after tomorrow? No. I also know either it'll be somebody else or they'll be deadlocked and they'll be trying to figure this out for a while. George Santos, is he going to resign his office? <laughs> no, but Zero percent chance. No There's chance. Always, say potato will he get reelected? I, say, <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Yes. It's New York. Yeah, of course, right? Uh, Bengals bills today. Bills. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals just because ah. I don't care. But I- I'm looking forward to the game. It'll be fun. Can okay, Illinois beat Mississippi State in their first bowl game in forever? No. Yes. Oh, I forgot you're Illinois. That's exactly yes. right. Go Sorry, Illinois. State fans. I-L-L. I- supposed I- to say I and I. I and I. Well done. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor, and here's what's happening. A female pedestrian was hit by a vehicle and pinned underneath it overnight in Pensacola, and at least one Florida NFL team will be in the playoffs. We'll talk about those stories and more after Fox News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Republicans are getting ready to take over the House. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Corey Mills will be one of the new GOP members of Congress sworn in tomorrow and tells Fox... All the infighting, all the squabbling, all the things that uh, happen behind closed doors needs to come to an end. We need to think about the American people and what needs to get done. But that squabbling continues over who should be Speaker. Kevin McCarthy, the current minority leader, wants the job but doesn't have the 218 votes needed. Overnight, nine Republican lawmakers who've yet to back McCarthy said that they are thankful that he is taking steps to address some of their concerns.